This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with my traveling partners, Jay White and Java Chapman. Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi, is out today. We're your number one on-air source covering the people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today, we'll rock out at iconic Cirque Rock Symphonic Extravaganza, happening June 24th at the Lake Terrace Convention Center in Hattiesburg. Then it's off to Jackson to check out the celebs, cosplay, and panels and more at this this year's Mississippi Comic Con happening June 24th through the 25th at the Mississippi Trade Mart in Jackson. Plus, we'll also let you know what's happening around your neck of the woods. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. Before we hit the road, <laughs> I sing when when Kamel's not here, Jay. I heard that. <laughs> Before we hit the road, let me welcome my traveling partners for sure. Jay White, he's definitely a traveling partner. Good morning. And Jay and Java Chapman. I'm going to call him Jay. Jay. I don't know what I was going to call Java just, this morning. I'm just a person with a name that starts with the letter J. It's all the J's <laughs> together right now. So, yay. Good morning to y'all. What's going on with y'all this weekend? Uh, well, Java's since everybody <laughs> since everybody turned to me, that's was, so natural. I was, see why Kamel does that now. There's a lot of it's silence. to just look toward that <laughs> side. Oh, you did. Sit, but for people who can't see into the radio, uh, I'm sitting in the spot where Kamel normally yeah. sits, and Java's sitting in the spot where I normally sit. Yeah. And whenever she asks that, Kamel always. <laughs> Says nothing and just looks at me until I start talking. And I immediately did that to Java right now. Maybe it's the glass that makes you want to look that way. Maybe since they're the ship, you know, director, basically, Mm. it makes you want to look at them first. Maybe so. Well, Java, you're on you're on spot. Well, okay. Well, I'm I'm glad I have something to to add to this conversation, because tomorrow, uh, Magnolia Sunset Markets, Midtown, Jackson, uh, Jackson Fleet. It's uh, Jackson Fest to Midfest. I'm sorry. Midfest. Uh, 2023 um, at the Midtown Depot. Okay. Uh, for those in in the Jackson area, 116 Livingston Street, uh, 3 to 7 p.m. It's going to be a lot of vendors out there. The Magnolia Sunset Markets does a great uh, job of curating uh, various uh, small businesses and entrepreneurs. And so they're going to be selling their wares. Um, I'm going to be playing some music. Uh, Jason Daniels Band is going to be out there uh, along with a whole host of others. And um, yeah, it's Midfest tomorrow, 3 to 7 p.m. Come on, Java. Don't just glaze over the fact that DJ Java is going to be there. Right, right. Yeah, he's going to make. He's going to make it. He's going to come out of the booth and make an appearance. <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. I love Midtown events. They are so good. Um, done a lot of events down there. So good yeah. stuff. That's Midtown. good stuff. Down great, there. Place. great place. Great place. So Jay and I just got back from MPB Storytellers. That was a lot of fun. It was. It mm-hmm. it really did exceed all of my expectations and and more. Like it was so beyond everything that I had expected it to probably, I don't even know if I was expecting it, but the storytellers were great. The venue was great. How'd you feel about it, Jay? Uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, a lot of uh, great supporters of MPB were there. Yeah. And uh, as you mentioned, the three storytellers were uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. And, uh, can't wait till that's on uh, MPB TV. Yeah, it's going to be, I think, July 18th is the first showing, if I can remember correctly. Yep. 730. 
I, I had to read that a couple times, so I'm probably right about that. But make sure you go to our website. You can check all that out, storytellers at mpbonline.org. But let's get into our first stop of the day, everybody. We are heading out to rock out at the iconic Cirque Rock Symphonic Extravaganza. This is going to be a pretty awesome event. This is going to be happening June 24th at Lake Terrace Convention Center in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And on the line with us right now to tell us more is Dr. J. Dean. He's the Emeritus Director, Orchestral and Operatic Conductor. And Dr. Mike Lopinto, he's the Artistic Director for Festival South Hattiesburg Concert Association. Dr. Dean and Mike, Dr. Lopinto, I'm, I don't, I'm going to call y'all both docs today. Um, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Glad well, to be here. Glad to be here. No. Hey, I had to jump in and say this. You can call me Mike, but I'm actually another one of the J's. I'm actually John Michael. So you have all the J's there. there so another J. This so. is going to be a J day. I want everybody to know. And just then, just wait till segment two. But yeah, the two J's on right now. J Dean also on the line with us. So we're all J's. <laughs> so one, two, three. Yeah, we're, we're it's getting a there. private club. I think we should have a club. I think so, Absolutely. too. I think so, too. I think the name J is more um, is 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 so much more bigger than people can even expect. Right, J? I mean, it's just a letter. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a letter. It's just a letter. I've never liked my name. I always wanted one of these multi-syllabic names. And I got stuck with J. Yeah. Anyway. Our parents should have been more creative. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No. Well, welcome you both to Next Stop Mississippi. Iconic Cirque Rock Symphonic Extravaganza 1. Um, I, I don't know which Jay made the name, but whoever created that created an awesome title. Well, it was a collective effort. You know, we, uh, we have this team of people that work together on these these projects. And uh, Festival South is now in its 14th year. And um, every year we've we've tried to create some unique uh, finale event, something we had not done before. And we've been, you know, uh, we've gotten into the last few years of doing these symphonic rock concerts, mm-hmm. and they've been very successful. Uh, and last year we did a Queen show that was that was very very successful and very good. And this year we thought we would do something that maybe featured a lot of different types of music or different diff- uh, music from different periods and mm-hmm. different genres. And but but the one one word that we kept coming back to was it has to be an iconic piece of music and so we used that word and we kept using that word and and we finally decided that perhaps this is word to describe the event because everything about the event musically is iconic and so uh i'm really happy that that this uh this name seems to have much appeal it does. It really does. I loved it. And speaking of iconic, one, this is a featuring world-class acrobats, but it also features the iconic music of Aerosmith, Bruno Mars, Earth, Wind & Fire, James Brown, um, Genesis, Michael Jackson. I mean, the list goes on and on. How did you pick the lineup of, of, of tunes to be able to, 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 to perform to, basically? It's basically, well, I would say, I'd jump in here. He's the music director, but I would say we had to decide what we weren't going to perform. You know, I think <laughs> we all have our favorite things, but when we pick the title Iconic, 
we kept going back to, is this something that the audience would go, oh, my gosh, they're playing that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that sort of helped narrow it down. And I'll tell you, I got a little sneak peek yesterday. I'm helping with the lighting for the show, and the orchestra was rehearsing. And I called Jay last night, and I said, it's just so crazy to hear these songs that are like part of your DNA mm-hmm. that you've just grown up with and lived being played live in front of you. And it just sounds, I mean, it's just spectacular mm-hmm. to hear that live in a room like it's just uh, you hear it on the radio forever and on your personal device forever but live is just a whole different thing right 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 that's pretty awesome tell me about uh, festival south is for people who don't know it's 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 nearly a month long it's it's hattiesburg's celebration of the arts to to be going on june 24th so the thing runs from may 30th to june 24th that's a whole lot of celebrating. That's a whole lot of events. That's a whole lot of a whole lot of things going on to be put on the last day. So you're bringing the curtain down on Festival South 2023. Like, what, what kind of pressure is that to, to to hit a home run there at the end? Well, it's it's always we always try to outdo ourselves, and and I, every every year we've been we've been able to say this is the best one yet, and the audience members have said this is the best one yet. And they're saying that this year about everything that has been done. And we certainly hope that tomorrow is going to, to, to reach that level. And of course, then we ask ourselves on the other side, what are we going to do next? Because we've done this. And so it's, it's always, uh, a, a tough thing to, to sit down after it's all over with and say, okay, what are we going to do? That's maybe a little bit more than we did last year. And, uh, so this year we, we 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 not only have great music, but we have we've added the acrobats, the, the Cirque performers that have come in from Las Vegas and Orlando to perform with us. Wow! And um, we've been working with this particular group of Cirque artists for a number of years. First time we had them here was 2007, and then we worked with them several years uh, there, and then we haven't worked with them for a while, but we've stayed in contact, and and uh, uh, they're they're. You know they're they're very good uh, uh, artists. They um, have you know aerial artists and and uh, all kinds of you know fun things. There 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 are a number of different acrobatic acts on the show, and none of them are are similar. All of them are very different. So I think the audience is not only going to be musically thrilled, but they're going to be visually amazed at what they see. Yeah. Talk about the importance, though, and, and how how much artistic talent goes into the performers and the musicians coming back every year and trying to make it bigger and better. Well, well I'll jump uh, in, I guess. Do you want to jump? Yeah, yeah take that, Jay. Well, I was going to no, say, no, Hattiesburg no, is just unique. It's just a really interesting place. Between our university and the teaching of all the arts that have come out of this area, many people are choosing to stay in this area because of its location to lots of close areas, but um, being New Orleans or Mobile or Jackson or wherever that may be, it's a lovely community. So people are staying. And so a lot of our teachers from those places are now teaching in our community colleges, in our high schools, in all of our schools, in churches, and all sorts of local arts programs. And in all of our areas of the arts are thriving here, that each year it's become more and more and more about homegrown talent being featured sometimes with guest artists and sometimes on their own. I just left a concert this morning that was three singers right from this area doing all sort of um, USO-style tunes for the Veterans Center here on Southern Miss Campus, and just fabulous singing at 9 o'clock in the morning here at a a venue. We do that sort of 
50-something um, times during the month of June, mostly into May, a little bit um, somewhat, but pulling from the rich talent here. We have art shows, theater shows, dance programs, music, of course, sort of permeating all of it. And it's um, the one very, I think, interesting facet of all of this is um, the orchestra program that's been here that Dr. Dean was a huge part of or the part of that literally services all the states and adjoining states with performers um, from this area. Mm-hmm. It's all based here in Hattiesburg. So being able to say, I'd like a harpist at this or a string quartet at that or a full orchestra to play for this, it's sort of right at our fingertips. So I think it was uh, a way to celebrate that this is what makes this area very unique. And people have really bought into that. And this year we've enjoyed sold out concert after sold out mm-hmm. concert after packed and people asking for more and don't want it to end. And um, so that's a great place to be, especially after the time we've just come out of where we weren't doing anything or barely doing anything or doing it worse virtually. I mean, that was a great feel. But like I said, there's just nothing like being at a live concert, whatever your genre of loving something is. All right. So explain to us how you get from. All right. So it's Sunday, the 25th, and now you have a blank canvas and you're building this thing for next year's event. Talk to us about how you started last year with a blank canvas and built up to I mean, just like Jermaine said, there's there's so many different styles and pieces of music. There had to be so many different minds and so many different performers and so many different artistic, creative uh, people and passion that went into this. How do you go about taking this idea and blank canvas and making the show that you're going to put on tomorrow night? Well, we've sort of over the years, this will be our 14th year we're finishing now, going into our 15th, and we've sort of figured out a pattern of, one, when people can come, because not everybody can come to a 9 o'clock concert in the morning, and we have a 3 o'clock concert this afternoon. We have some night events. We have children's programming um, on top of all of this. Um, So it's kind of figuring those things out, and after years we kind of go, this seems to be a good time. This seems to be a good slot. And a lot of what we do now is children's events earlier in the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then sort of an extended weekend, Thursday through Sunday, of morning concerts, afternoon concerts, evening events. Um, We now have an entire fringe festival of other arts events that are happening during this time that we do our best to at least try and promote. If you don't want to, you know, come to this guitar thing this afternoon, you might want to go to this theater thing tonight um, because it's just not everything is everybody's cup of tea. Mm. But we hope that when you hear the Festival South name, you go, we know it's going to be good. Uh We just know that they've taken the time and the detail and the planning to vet lots of acts and lots of different styles of things. But we actually look very far into the future. Um, we already have a rough idea of 2024. In fact, I think there's a surprise that the finale will be announced tomorrow night Ooh. or next year already. And um, there's a lot of fun <laughs> things that we sort of find. And now, thankfully, after all these years, people are coming to us and they can apply to perform on our website. And we try and vet every act and get, just a variety of things. That's the biggest thing is Festival South is, you know, a USO style show this morning, a classical guitar event this afternoon, an adult theater thing, um, adult senior adult theater thing this evening, and then, you know, children's program tomorrow and a rock concert that night. It's sort of all across the board of what we do. And so thankfully many things come to us and we are able to sort of um, decorate the cake that is Festival South with all of these components. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, I'm going to get into Festival South and a little bit of what y'all have going on possibly in the future, but 
For this iconic A Cirque Rock symphonic extravaganza, special appearances by Vassy Jackson, Barry Leach, Michael Muenchow, Riviera. Talk about that and also how important it is to partner um, with with your partners for this event. Well, um, Vasti Jackson and I have been doing concerts together for roughly 30 years now. And Vasti is a very well-known uh, guitarist, singer, blues artist. He literally performs all over the world. He's, he's, whenever I email him or call him, he's, he's typically in a different country. And uh, he, he's, he, he's, he's really, and I mean that in a very serious way. I yeah. mean, he's, he's really a super ambassador for the state of Mississippi and, and literally cares, carries this music all over the world. And we've done so many things together, so many uh, varieties of things together. It's always a pleasure to work with, with a person like that who lives right here in Hattiesburg. I mean, you know, and, and, and uh, so it's, 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 uh, it, that's a pleasure to do that. Michael uh, Munchau Rivera is a singer that we discovered uh, um, about a year and a half ago when we were putting together our Queen show. And he has a very unique voice. In, uh, and, and he has an uh, ability to sing these kinds of very high uh, rock tunes, and, and of which there are a number. And so we re-engaged him this year to do some of the things. He's not, not doing everything, almost everything, like he did last year. Barry Leach is a guitarist from Jackson, Mississippi, who is, a, is an extraordinary musician. Uh, when you hear Barry play, you, 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 you're just totally amazed and and I, he's a graduate of USM. He's a native of Jackson, but um, he's just a super musician. And and we we discuss literature. We discuss, uh, I mean, musical literature with all these people uh, to to determine what they want to do, what they're what they're comfortable doing, and and make them offers. And we work together. We they, they're just a part of our planning team to to see what we do, uh, but. Um, you know, uh, to, to follow up on what Mike said uh, about the variety of things we do, you know, this this 14-year journey that we've been on, you know, has been um, has taken a lot of different turns. Uh, the model for uh, the festival, my model 14 years ago, was a place called Chautauqua, New York, where they had music. It was music, art, theater, dance, politics, literature, religion, all this kind of stuff, the summer festival. And, I, and it stuff that went on all day, every day, and I thought, well, we, maybe we could do something like that. And we have. And we've, we've done essentially the same thing, but we've put a, a real Mississippi twist on it and a, uh, a more cutting-edge twist on it. I would like to say that one of the things that, that we're both very proud of is that, is that everything that we have presented has been high-quality. You know, we 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 we're pretty good about vetting things that we present to the public, and if if it's a festival South event, it's going to be a quality event, mm-hmm. and people no matter what it is. And so I think people have learned have come to trust that that name that presenting name uh, to the point where if it's a festival of South event, then maybe we should go go see it, and you know it has has long lasting effects. Uh, on people, we 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 use terms like quality of life, you know, in a very light, flippant way many times, just to just to, just to convince you know some economic development people that this is a valid thing to do. But I can tell you that these things these things live on in the memories 
of people many, many years after. I mean, I can tell you people who know about the very first festival we did, remember things we did, and, and they ask about these things that are, 10, that are 10 and 12 years later. And so we know that these things have contributed to the, the experience, the life experience of these people, and they carry those memories with them forever. And, and we're very proud to be part of that and part of their life history, and we're very proud to have them as part of our history. Congratulations on that. And Festival South, of course, and the Hattiesburg Concert Association and, of course, the city of Hattiesburg as a whole, just for, you know, being able to put on these events and having them sold out sometimes and, you know, just everything that y'all do to put in for all of these events. Can you let our audience know if they wanted to know more information about Festival South and the events that's coming up maybe for this year, where they can go? And also, if they wanted to know more information about the event, Iconic Cirque Rock Symphonic Extravaganza, where they can go for that. Sure. Everything is available at everything is at festivalsouth.org. All of that information, all online. We're pretty electronic working these days. So festivalsouth.org. You can also check out all of our social media. We're on most every platform at Festival South. And I will tell you that technically uh, Iconic is sold out. However, there's usually always a few seats. And what we're telling people is that the building will open at 630. We will start a line. And the minute we see seats as the concert is scheduled to start, we'll delay a few and we will sell you those tickets if we have them. And if anybody turns in their tickets, um, we will certainly sell those because we want you there. But festivalsouth.org will get you all the information you need. That'll work. Dr. Jace, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call y'all. I thank you both for coming on to let us know more about iconic Cirque Rock symphonic extravaganza happening in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, June 24th at 7.30 p.m. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you both. We are having a great time here today. We're learning about so much great events that are happening um, this weekend. And it's time for our second stop of the day. We are heading, heading. We're going somewhere today, y'all. This is south. Heading. We had. I understood you. We had Nova. Um, but we are heading to Jackson, Mississippi to check out this year's Mississippi Comic Con. That's going to be happening June 24th through the 25th at the Mississippi Trademark. In with us right now, I'm going to introduce on the line first, we have got Stephen Butler. He's a 34-year veteran comic book artist, freelancer. We've also got his daughter, Lily, but- Lily Butler. She is a comic artist as well. Um, let me introduce you both first. Stephen and Lily, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Hi, nice to be here. Hi. Nice to have you both on. And also in with us is, of course, our resident Mississippi Comic Con um, aficionado, Mr. Clark Lee with Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Clark, welcome to Next Stop again. Thank you. I love having you on. It's a pleasure to be back here. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Hi, man. Nice to see you or talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about this year's Mississippi Comic Con um, 2023. Clark, I'm just going to get started with you first. Give our listeners a little bit about where it's going to be and kind of who they can expect there, because I'm hearing there's some big names coming. Well, of course, the big name is, is Stephen and Lily Butler. Right. Of course, there's people out there going, you said hello to Stephen, but you didn't say hello to Lily. Hello, Lily. <laughs> well, Hi, Clark. Hey. The, uh, it will be at the Trademark, 
and also in the Coliseum. That's where the um, main panel room is going to be. But we have um, it's going to be the biggest celebrity lineup. We have the Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future, right? Uh, fame. Uh, he'll be here. In fact, he's uh, I believe he's just arrived. And uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, Sean Astin. He'll he'll be here. He was also from from Goonies. Uh, we have the um, leads from Dragon Ball Z and Demon Slayer. We have Stephen Butler. Now, Jay, wake wake, wake up over there. <laughs> we have, and and we also have Lily Jade. Lily, we, we have Brett, the Hitman Hart, of WWE course. Hall of Famer. Of course, also WWE Hall of Famer. We have Devon Dudley of the Dudleys Tag Team. And Teddy Long, he'll be here. The, for for the wrestling fans, it is is one of the big dreams. We have two of the Power Rangers, Austin St. John and Walter mm-hmm. Jones, two of the original Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And wow. way back, we have one of the original Marvel t- TV, live-action t- TV uh, stars, Lou Ferrigno. Wow. And we'll, we'll have games. We'll have panels. We'll have some snacks there. It's going to be one of the biggest... Comic Cons that we're, we're going to have. We're going to have um, vendors and artists. And sounds like just it. Come out and have a con experience. It you can, you can like know it. who none of these people are <laughs> and come out to Comic Con and just watch the people around you have the time of their life and have the time of your life seeing those people be happy. I know. You probably could. And run into... It, no matter who you are or what age you are or where you come from or what your background is, you can you will run into something that you see and enjoy and dig. Mm. No mm. doubt. And, and no doubt. look at people and go, how did they get out of the house dressed like that? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You just, you just clean walk out the front door. That's how it happens. You're wearing a chainsaw for a hat. <laughs> How did you make it? How did you drive here? Are you in a convertible? (laughs) How did you transport that thing? That's how, for most people in their outfits, I'm like, how did you transport that and it not break into a million people? Actually, I've I've done that with my daughter before. I've I've been director of transport for an outfit before. So I I understand these things. It's a process now. It's a whole thing. Stephen and Lily, I mean, I know y'all probably have seen more days than many of this. How does it it look to y'all? And do y'all get just as excited? seeing everybody out there excited well we're we're on the other side of the table <laughs> and so <laughs> we see it all and what he just said just a while ago where he was saying about the chainsaw on your head <laughs> that is my son that he's talking about oh my <laughs> goodness he didn't put your son all out on front street <laughs> The way you transport is very carefully right <laughs> <laughs> yes. so so yeah so yes, we've seen it. We've literally seen it all. We do quite a few uh, conventions, at least once, once a, one a month. Right. And uh, every convention that we go to, there are. I mean, I'm, I never cease to be amazed at at the lengths that people will go to do their cosplay. I mean, I have seen some really, really, and a lot of these things are hand done, you know, by people. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's a, it's a it's a treat just to see it see it all. Of course, we stay so busy, you know, at our table, and that's good. But you know, I can't help but not look up and see all of the people walking by and like, wow, how did you do that? You know? So, but let me ask you: are, are with each new place you go, are are you, are you continually surprised by? 
maybe how the, the, the off the beaten paths part of your careers or your works, like, for example, uh, you know, Christopher Lloyd is is the the main marquee name for our event. Clark and I talking, both of us immediately gravitate toward uh, his role in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Though everybody else will talk about the Back to the Future stuff, but we immediately started running Judge Doom lines back and forth at one another. And so, it may, is, it, for everywhere you go, do you find somebody that's that's just in love with some unique or early or just maybe not as popular or off the beaten path part of your work that surprises you every time? Definitely. Yes, every every time I come, I, and I've I've been in the business for like like she said, thirty four years, and I've I've worked on quite a few projects. Not just, I mean, I did Spider Man, and that's my that's the biggest thing you know that I get, and that's Certainly. what most people know me as. Also, I also drew Sonic the Hedgehog. I drew the Punisher. I've done some Superman stuff. I've done a little bit of everything, but even the even the what we call indie stuff, the independent comics that I've done, yeah. they're fans of that, that kind of stuff, and stuff that I, <laughs> I have forgotten. People will come back, come by, and say, "Can I get you to sign this for me? You drew it back in 1980 something, and and I want to get a new signature on it." And and uh, it never, it just, and I don't even remember doing it, but I look at right. it and I say, "Oh yeah, I did that." And and so yeah, it never ceases to to amaze me. It's a it's, I guess the luxury of being around for so long. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't remember any of this stuff, but it's, it's nice to be reminded, and and it's nice to know that that I got fans that remember all of that stuff and have been with me all of this, all of this time. It's a, it's a really cool feeling. That's so awesome. I mean, I know you probably get the the people who come up to to the table dressed as Spider-Man or Sonic the Hedgehog or <laughs> Betty and Veronica from the Archie comics. Um, talk about that. And also, Stephen, talk about you bringing your daughter right along with you on this whole ride. Lily, I mean, she is she's got a she's got a resume, too, as long as yours, almost as long as yours. But I mean, she's got her own comic book and the Archie comics. Talk a little bit about that. And Lily, you talk about yours. Okay, you want me to go first? Either. It <laughs> didn't matter. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I've been, like I said, I've been doing this for a long, long time. I started in 1989. I've worked for so many different companies, Marvel, RT, DC, Valiant, a lot, pretty much most comic book companies that have been around in the last, since that time that I've been that I've been doing it. I've worked for I'm a freelancer, and so I'm not under contract with anybody, uh, and that's the way I've it's not a life for everybody, yeah. but that's the life of a, of, a, of most comic book artists were freelancers, and uh, still to this day, still to this day, am. Now, Lily was born in 1999. I had uh, I had met my wife. Uh, she, she was a, she was our, uh, my firstborn, uh, and uh, I married my wife in, in 98. Lily was born in 90 and 99, and I could tell from a very young age that she was a daddy's girl. Aww. She's always into always into my stuff. And, uh, but in a, you know, in, in a really good way, she was, you know, she had a, I could tell early on she had a heart for, for doing something. She had an imagination mm. and I started seeing her talent really start blossoming and blooming when she was in high school. And, uh, she, and the, the more she did, the better she got. And I would, and you know, it's not something that I really even pushed on her because no. the life of a comic book artist is not, the, it's not for everybody. And it's not, I mean, you've got to 
you, you can't, it. yeah, you can't just draw when the muse strikes you. <laughs> you have, it's a job, you mm-hmm. know, when you have to treat it as punch. And you have to be a self-starter, and uh, you punch your own. You may you're, you're punching your own time clock. You know, not for anybody else. You're doing it for yourself, and it's important to meet your deadlines because, you know, what it, that that's your deadlines and, and, and meeting them, and, and the quality of your work and delivering delivering quality work on time is very important in this business to to stay employed. Yep. And uh, and your versatility, being able to do to you know to do whatever the editor or the art director asked asked us exactly and so lily lily just came on and uh and and with her work getting better and better and um i don't know when was it in 2018 no yeah 2018 she came up to me and said dad have you ever thought about doing a comic book together why don't we do a comic book together and it was just like the light bulb went off. I'm like, yeah, she, I think she's ready. <laughs> and and so we did a we did a comic book together of our own. And then she started getting work outside of that. I think people, people we would sell that at shows. That's awesome. It's a, it's a comic book called Fiona McCool and the Hound of Ulster. It's about uh, uh, Celtic Irish mythology because we from we're from Irish heritage. And um, we created this comic, and it has the look, the same kind of look as Sonic the Hedgehog. So it, it has a visually, it ties into that same type of that same type of feel, that same type of world. And uh, I think what happened was uh, people started seeing that, and and, and it, it had a presence online. And we started getting we started getting work from companies mm-hmm. from the work on on that. Mm-hmm. And we, I think, are one of the only, if not the only, daddy-daughter team working in comics. Not only now, but like I think ever mm-hmm. in the in the in the. Come on now. I could be wrong. I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> so it's pretty. It's better here. We're from we're from Loosedale. We live down here in South Mississippi, yeah. and, and that's where I've always. I was born and raised down here. Lived a little. Lived lived for a time in Hattiesburg, but for. Most of my life, I'm, I'm here. I'm here in Loosedale, and we, you know, we're that's where we we do all of our work uh, from uh, from home, and um, you know, we're just and, and we do a lot of shows together. And she has her own clientele that's completely divorced from what I get. I usually get <laughs> the, the 30, 30 to 40 to 50 age group. She she gets all those cosplay people that you were talking about yeah. before that are that come by her and. So excited! There's so much energy, and I'm about to turn it over to her so she can share a little bit. Yeah, of Yeah, Lily, I oh, want to talk to you a little bit about following your dad's footsteps. Kind of like when you knew you were um, an artist, or when you knew you wanted to be an artist. Because listen, my mom is a drawer, and I did, I didn't, I did not fall from that tree. So talk a little bit about <laughs> <laughs> talk a little bit about that, and then your success in the business. Yes, ma'am. So. Growing up, um, he couldn't really keep me away from doing art. Like you said, it is really um, a business that you have to love to, you know, to be successful in it. But he couldn't really keep me away from it. I started doing shows with him when I was in high school, when I was a teenager. And, you know, I just kept going to, like, I, this is, I've been to the Mississippi Comic Con several times now. So we're 10 years? Mm-hmm. God. We just missed the one during COVID. Yeah, so this is our 10th one. And I'm really excited to be back. Um, and I, I do a lot of commission-based stuff, but I started getting work um, when I was around a senior, when I graduated high school into college. 
Um, I've done things like illustrate children's books. Um, I've done a couple coloring books. I do a lot of um, color jobs for under my dad's line work. Um, and then, like, like you said, with our independent comics, that kind of just started us working together, mm-hmm. which I'm very, very excited for, and I'm very blessed to be able to have this opportunity that I have. Um, we do a lot of work for Archie Comics for their, for their digest books. Um, Dad has penciled a lot of their stories that I've had the opportunity to ink on top of, mm-hmm. and I'm, it's really cool to be able to work with him that way. So cool. And that's what we're doing now. Oh, <laughs> come on, Lily. And so Saturday we'll actually be able to see both of you all on the stage for your panel. And that's going to be one thirty to two fifteen in panel room one. Yes. Yes. Um, that'll be a Q and a, right? Yeah. Yes. But I'm also going, yes, it's going to be a Q and a, you can ask us anything about, <laughs> about what we do, but I'm also going to be doing some drawing, uh, there and, uh, I'll be whatever I draw on the panel. I'll be, I don't really know what we're going to do with it. I'm going to either give it away to the people that that, that come to the panel or they're going to uh, use it for a charity. There's always a, I don't even know what it is, but there's a charity auction and I'll, uh, I'll donate it to that. Right. I usually look look, like claim to your, um, to your panel drawings there, Steve. So, uh, you know, it's got to go through me first. (laughs) (laughs) One of the, one of the worst things I've ever done. Steve drew me a a, a Steve drew a, a Batman, yeah. a big um, Batman, and great, great, great Batman. He also drew in 2019 this Spider Man, kind of kind of slanted a little, mm-hmm. going through the um, going through the cityscape, mm-hmm. just him, just um, yeah. great Webbing action out. pose, just oh my goodness. And I, I I traded the Spider Man for for the Batman because I'm I'm a huge Batman fan, and I love the Batman. But one of my most collecting re- regrets is that I I you traded right off of that, that Spider Man and I traded it off to my best friend and it's in his office. So whenever <laughs> I, I go over to, to, to see him, I look up there and I go, I had that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was, it was beautiful. Big. Steve was just describing everything. He's so like, oh, it's, cool. it's got to be slanted. It's got to be this so cool. action pose and webbing. And I'm like. And I just have a side shot of Batman. That's great. It's still great, but it's like. (laughs) I got rid of it. I got rid of it. I got rid of it. Clark, tell me a little bit more about what all. I mean, there's so many Q&As for Comic-Con tomorrow. Um, So everybody will get a chance, hopefully, to ask a question and get an answer from, like, Sean Austin or Bret Hart or Christopher Lloyd. So talk a little bit about more of what's going on during Comic-Con. Well, we have, as I said, panels, and they're, they're open to everyone. Uh, you cannot re- record them. Uh, some uh, artists do not like to have their panels re- recorded, okay. and I believe that's Gates McFadden and Christopher Lloyd, just to name two. That's just something that, that, that they don't like. But you can go in there. You can stand in line, and you can ask them a question. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, how much makeup did, did you wear in Back to the Future? Did, did you ever get to drive the car? And, or stuff like and, that. And, and all this that you know. Uh, where is well, Toontown? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was physically, it like being, where is uh, being that? a cartoon? And, yeah. You know, do, do you have any more than drive into that place? Dollars? Right. Uh, and you could ask uh, just... Yeah, it's it's like an ask me anything almost so for, uh, awesome. for, for for that. But th- there's uh, there's vendors that you can go and walk around and see and get everything from a from a from a pillow to a flag 
to a sword. Mm-hmm. You you can't bring a sword in, but you can buy one there. and walk out and walk out with. It. <laughs> That's so it's like, awesome. no, sir, you you can't bring in that that. that I will say this: like, a, a couple of years ago, over there. <laughs> a couple of years ago, a guy brought a a a like a wooden baseball bat, and I don't know who he's going to get to sign this baseball bat because there weren't no baseball players <laughs> at the Comic Con. It was. It had to be. It, it had, had to be Sting. Sting. It had to be Sting, the the wrestler. Yeah, I, I have a flip flop signed by Sting. <laughs> yep, but they wouldn't let that man bring that bat in, and I was like, I, what What were you thinking, sir? <laughs> They're not going to let you just bring a baseball bat up in here. And with the, we'll, but you're right. Then yeah. he could come in. He could mm-hmm. pay to come in and then buy a sword yeah. and leave. Yeah. So yeah. let me tell you what event I want to go to, and we've already kind of touched on it. Saturday at five p.m. is going to be the Mississippi Comic Con costume contest. Now that there is the event for me. Next to Steve and Christopher Lloyd and Sean Astin, it is the event. Is it? Yes. And I let me tell you what, a couple of years ago, I was at that thing and it is so much fun. And really? again, like I'm saying, you cannot know who any of the characters in front of you are or but, their references yeah. or any of that stuff and it's still amazing. And maybe the best part of it is to watch the community of people in that room most of them who all don't know each other come from all different walks of life and personal you know beliefs and preferences mm-hmm. and all this other, other mm-hmm. kind of stuff and when somebody from a thing they love gets up on that stage everybody goes nuts for their thing right and it's awesome to see that does sound pretty awesome. one of the coolest things was this little five-year-old kid was dressed up like like boba fett i mean down to the tears <laughs> in his cape Aww. and he was baby fett <laughs> and he ended up winning the the kids di- division. There, yeah. there, there's a kids division, your standard division, and then or the masquerade, and then there's a craftsmanship for those who are who are like hand stitching the hems and yeah, uh, baking the their line. eyelashes, the uh, like frosting the yeah, tips yeah, of their yeah, eyelashes yeah, yeah. so that they look like a Vulcan or something. Yeah. So I, mean, I probably should not ask Bret Hart to put me in the sharpshooter though. No, well, you can. Yeah. You can. I what mean, do you think the rate on that is? Probably like $100 or something like that? Probably. Yeah. I'm ready to go through a table with Devon. He'd probably do that for free. He'd probably. Yeah. And, and Teddy Long just to go, play a play. Right, right. So much fun. Clark, where can everybody get more information about Mississippi Comic Con? And when and where do they need to be? I, I know you know all of that. Well, the con starts at 10 o'clock tomorrow okay. and at 11 o'clock on, on Sunday. It will be at the Trademark. Mississippi Trademark down at the at the fairgrounds, and you can go to the Facebook page Mississippi Comic Con, and for for more information, and just you can go online, type in Mississippi Comic Con, and you will you'll your top hits will be guests and where where, where to go. And I think um, yeah, in uh, tickets I believe are still available, mm-hmm. and it is a great. Great time. It's family friendly. And if anybody wanted to come off the street and jump into that costume contest, they can? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just come on in your costume. Stephen and Lily, tell our listeners a little bit about, if they wanted more information about you both as comics, um, where can they get more information? Uh, our, my, I'm, I'm on Facebook at Stephen Butler Studios. Uh, that's my professional page. You can find me just as Stephen Butler. That's my. I, I share everything on on all of the different platforms that I'm that I'm on. I think I'm on Instagram as well, yep. Stephen Butler Studios, uh, and I think I have a fan page called Butler's Brigade uh, that's on that's on Facebook. And Lily, you go. Um, I'm Lily Butler on Facebook and on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I am Flowering Lily. 
All right, now, Stephen, Lily, Clark, I want to thank all three of you all for coming on, letting us know more about Mississippi Comic Con 2023. It is going to be a time, um, the 24th through the 25th, at the Mississippi Trademark in Jackson. Thank all three of y'all again. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. This is your girl, Jermaine Flood. On with you still, Java Chapman, Jay White. We are all in here today. And here's what's happening around all of our neck of the woods. <laughs> Jay, what's happening around your neck of the woods now? Um, we've got some great events coming up. St. Richard's Church in Jackson at Manhattan and Linwood Streets. They are going to be having their um, 4th of July celebrations. They're going to be shooting off some fireworks Sunday, June 25th. It's going to be June 25th, so you get to see some fireworks before the 4th. Um, and it's going to be a really, really good time. There's going to be hot dogs, hamburgers, corn, which is my my favorite thing and sodas um, to buy there, desserts to share, and there's space for you to bring your own chairs and or picnic tables or not tables. Don't bring a table, but maybe bring a blanket. Um, but there's space for all of that. And the it looks like it's going to be a fantastic time and the weather is going to be clear. Um, so food, fireworks, fun, family, all of that at St. Richard's Church in Jackson. And your favorite corn. And my favorite corn. It's going to be the Mexican style corn? Yep. You know what you got to do with that corn, Java? <laughs> what do you have to do with You've it? You've got domain? to, one, cook it. Two, <laughs> you got to put mayonnaise on it. See, this is it. And then three, you've got to season it with some seasoning salt. And I'm going to let you enjoy every bit of that. And But Java, <laughs> you're a foodie like me. Listen, if you haven't tried it, you cannot knock it. Former employee Meredith, um, who used to work here, Meredith didn't know nothing about it, and I didn't either. And somebody told her when we were at the Choctaw Indian Fair um, about making it like that. So she brought it back, took one bite, and was like, yeah, this is it, Jermaine. So I tried it, and I'm like, I gotta have some. So I went and did the same thing. So yeah, Java, I think you'll like it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if he's sold. I don't know if he's sold. (laughs) Hey, the the Tishomingo Jam is going on. That's up in Iuka. Okay. The far northeastern county in the state of Mississippi. So, uh, Jay, I know you know this. Me and and Kamel were talking about you last week. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to ask a question. Oh, boy. This is a setup. You're not going to know the answer. No, it's going to be me. It's more of a setup for me to have a downfall. Yes, ma'am. So Tishomingo is a county. Is it a city as well? No, ma'am. Okay. I, I thought maybe it was a city, too. And then you said Ayuka, and I was like, but wait a minute. I thought hey, I don't. There might be a town. Okay. Or like a community. Okay. But Ayuka Tishomingo is in, in Tishomingo County? Yeah. I'm not aware of it if it is. Okay. Okay. I thought you would be. I'm trying to act like I know more about Tishomingo County than I actually do. But you're Mr. Atlas. Most of my knowledge about Tishomingo <laughs> County is them knocking Wingfield out of the 4A playoffs in 92 when Wingfield was ranked fourth in the you country. You something. You know something. Me actually mentioning this event is a little bit of me letting that go and forgiving Coach Long and the whole crew out there for, and all the Braves of Tishomingo County for that fateful week in 92 so much fun. so yeah this is the tishomingo jam it's a musical <laughs> showcase that goes on once a month it's going to be uh tonight 6 to 8 p.m at the old courthouse museum east quitman street iuka okay. six o'clock music starts and the lisa lambert band leads at 7 p.m there you go cool that's pretty the cool. tishomingo jam that's a cool name it's it's it is a cool name yeah 
Tishomingo is a cool name itself. It's a cool word. Yeah. But you I put jam behind it. Sounds I, like an awesome, like, I don't know, jalapeno <laughs> fruit jam or something like that that you get like at a, a nice dish. farmer's market. Yeah, you yeah. order. It'd be like, y'all got any more of that Give me that Tishomingo jam. jam. Oh, you yeah. got some of that Tishomingo sauce. You guys want an appetizer? That Tishomingo jam. Give me, bring me some of that. <laughs> it's topped with a little Tishomingo. Oh, okay. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Not too much, though. <laughs> not too much. Here's something cool. It's not an event, but listen to this. Um, the Children's Museum in Jackson has been named one of the 10 best children museums in the U.S. Isn't that cool? I don't doubt it. That's a great place. It That's is a great spot. So phenomenal cool. place. It has been voted. It's number four on the list. Um, and they say dynamic hands-on exhibits and learning programs make this Mississippi Children's Museum an engaging and fun place for kiddos. Um, they place an emphasis on areas of literacy, health, nutrition, cultural arts, STEAM, and Mississippi heritage with its eight galleries and seasonal exhibits. But this was um, USA Today's um, listing for Reader's Choice 2023. Go. They got number four in the 10 best children's museums in the U.S. Number four. I mean, let's we, go. We are museums. Museum for real here in the state. Now you it, got the, it, the, the newer Children's Museum in Meridian. That's also very good. And uh, last night drove past the Lynn Meadows Discovery Center on the oh, Mississippi Gulf Coast. Yeah, we like Lynn Meadows. Absolutely, we like Lynn Meadows. That's cool. Don't forget y'all about the North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic. That's going to be happening starting tonight. We you know we had them on last week, um, June twenty third at six p.m. at Betty Davis Barbecue in Waterford, Mississippi. We missed you, Jay. Mm. Come Mel and I said the word Waterford, and then we wondered what could be there. And then we thought, Jay's not here to Jay tell us. Nowhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So we did make mention of you last week when we said um, Waterford, and, and, and we figured you knew. So did, do you know? Sorry, I don't. <laughs> Jay, not one, not one not, tidbit about Waterford. It's in Marshall County. There you go. Boom. See? Boom. <laughs> you did it. I, I a little bit more it. than I knew. I Googled it. You Googled it? I Googled it. I'm sorry. Real quick, like, he's got fast fingers. But I, know, I bet I know who knows more about Waterford. Who? Our, our uh, brand new producer, Abram. Our okay. digital editor. Okay. He's from up in that part of the world. Okay. He may know. Waterford's somewhere between Holly Springs and Oxford up there on Highway 7. <laughs> That's Abram Nanny Country up there. Come on, Abram Nanny Country. Hey, by the way, uh, the, our first guest today, uh, the Cirque Rock Symphony, uh, Symphonic Extravaganza, that's part of Festival South. That's going on in Hattiesburg. At the big finale is tomorrow. Cool. And that's going to be uh, at the uh, convention center right there off of 98 and 49. That's cool. Well, we've come to Lake the Terrace end of another great center. trip. That's it, y'all. I want to thank all of our guests from Iconic, uh, the event there, Mississippi Comic Con. And if you'd like to find out more information about these and other events, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. I'm Jermaine Flood for Kamel King, Jay White, and Java Chapman. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday for more Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. 